The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Masked Man Show WWE Extreme Rules post-game interview. We try to do this a little bit like, you know, we're backstage in a basketball arena. We're trying to talk about what just happened out there. But I wanted to, I'm here with Karrion Cross, um, uh, an incredibly large human being. Does it feel like, this is a real fanboy question, but does it feel different to be in the, what they, what they used to call the land of the giants, as opposed to being the giant running through all the other territories? Very much so, and I actually kind of love it. You know, uh, being elsewhere where there are not as many giants, um, the types of match styles and structures at a time for me personally could somewhat feel redundant when everyone's under six foot. Mm -hmm. And that's not me being salty or, you know, pretentious or anything, but styles make matches, and when you have bigger people, you get different types of matches. And there's a few people here that are actually even bigger than I am. You got almost, you got Braun Strowman, those are matches that we've never done before. Those will be really interesting down the road, too, I think. What um, You just got done winning. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Won a strap match against Drew McIntyre. Um, for the people who don't know, which I guess is everybody except for you and Drew right now, how much does that strap hurt? And how much, I mean, honestly, the difference in pain between a whip from that strap and, like, taking a back bump, you know, like, what, like, what, what are we talking about? It literally feels like someone is dragging barbed wire across your body. And people have all of these preconceived notions about what's real and what's not when, you know, they're watching this. I can tell you right now, <laughs> it's very, very, very real. So, and that's part of the attraction. You know, these are not things that you can just go anywhere and see without yeah. maybe going to jail or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This, is, this is part of it, you know what I mean? We want this to be what we're selling. And so it is. It is exactly what you see. Do you is that a new change of direction for the company? You think that this is that we're really trying to find the the the, the, the areas where no one else can do what you're doing and really focus in on those? I think that's always been the WWE mantra. I think it's always been promoting larger than life. Like to give you an example, there are people 
all over this company, historically, presently, right now, that you just cannot see anywhere through a walk of life. You can't go to a coffee shop and just see almost in line. I bring him up again because he's a giant. He's the biggest person, right? You, you know, edge larger than life. Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns, you know, the Usos, the whole bloodline, Drew McIntyre, yeah. you know what I mean? Most people, uh, not, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of people don't even leave their home states, you know what I mean? We work 40 hours a week, they have a family, they're very happy where they are, just doing what they do, and they're not gonna go to Scotland. Yeah. You know, they can just see different people from different cultures from all over the world in one place. And he's, you know, everybody's crazy here in a good way. So. Yeah. Um, this is, a, do you think about this run right now as a comeback or a restart? How are we, how are we defining what's your, 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 your place in WWE right now after obviously your main roster debut and then, and then leaving WWE? I really wouldn't know how to frame it in simpler terms. I feel like this is for me personally like as you asked me today and i'm thinking about it presently on the spot without like prepping myself or really trying to create some sort of statement to put out for me this just feels like the everyday evolution of being in wwe as a sports entertainer or a pro wrestler however you'd like to refer to it you know here everybody loves wrestling yeah it's wrestling but here we are wwe superstars and that takes on a whole other meaning beyond just being a pro wrestler, not to put pro wrestling down, but being a WWE superstar is just so much more in a good way, in a complimentary way. And um, every day I come to work, I learn something new. Um, I learn new things tonight that I don't want to divulge in case the enemy is listening. But um, this just feels like another evolution of something that I'm doing. What do you do? I mean, specifically, I, obviously, Drew is on the other side of the ring from you tonight, but is there something you can learn from somebody like him who had his time away from, in the wilderness, away from WWE two and came back stronger than ever? Yeah. I'm going to say something that might surprise a lot of people listening to this, but Drew McIntyre is a prime example of somebody in life, not even just in wrestling, but in life. He's been knocked down so many times personally and professionally throughout his entire life. And this guy still gets up every day. He might not be, inspired he might, might not feel enthusiastic or motivated like all of us we're all human beings you know what i mean it's cool to promote motivation and inspiration and you know wake up driven honestly people don't wake up like that but that guy on the days he wants to do it or the days he doesn't gives 110 percent at every single thing that he does and a lot of people have counted him out professionally throughout his career and he's always proved them wrong that's somebody in life that anyone could look at and go, you know, I'm down and out on my luck right now, but this guy did it, maybe I can do it too. And I think those people are, they're important in life because we all deal with resistance in life, physically, mentally, spiritually. And a lot of times it feels like, you know, you got to give something up or you can't go on or you got to change something. You can't do what you love anymore. He's a prime example of someone who kept trying to find a way to make it work. And he did, he made all of it work. So being able to work with somebody like that, not even just professionally, but personally, is like you, you can't make something like that happen in life. That's just something that is around. And if you've prepared for that day when it comes around and you're lucky enough to be around somebody like that, then it pays off. And I felt like for me, it paid off tonight. Wow. Um, a lot of stuff was different when you're first, when you first showed up on the main roster, then the way you're being, the, the way you're coming out now, 
Tell me about how, first of all, tell me about how, can you feel the difference in the crowd? Like from that, can you remember what it felt like to come out that first time with the mask on and then what it feels like now? Like what, what is it, what, what's, the, what's the difference? Well, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, but um, you know, the first time I came out with the mask, there were people laughing in the audience. They were laughing. And I always remembered getting into this business thinking to myself, when this is all said and done, I want to leave this place a better place than it was before I came in. Like, you want to make it better. You want to make people around you better. You want to make the product better. You want your performances to get better. For me, I'm always chasing the perfect match. That's like my wrestling philosophy. I'm chasing the perfect story. And um, I just always wanted to contribute my best foot forward uh, artistically and, and be work-driven. When I came out with that and I heard people laughing, I was like, you know, what I'm doing right now to me at the time presently, it felt like I was betraying everything that I wanted to contribute to what I was doing into fans. Because the fan in me is still alive. That's how I know how to read an audience. If you become too high up on your horse and you disconnect from them, and uh -huh. we all tell them what they're going to like, that's, not, that's never going to work. So the difference between then and now, tonight I walked out and they were singing our theme music. The entire audience was singing our theme music. That was a moment we wanted to get to before the pandemic, and I got that tonight in a packed house in Philadelphia. So that was incredible. So I would say that that is the major difference between last time and tonight. Do you still have the mask? Are you, are you going to sell that on eBay someday? <laughs> Everyone always asks me about it. I should come up with a witty response. I just left it in the props truck. I didn't hate it, honestly. Um, yeah. I just thought that it, you know, for continuity purposes, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's why people couldn't get into it. Like we've car we carved out a very specific super villain mm -hmm. in the first rendition of Karen Cross and NXT. Like this is a guy who's completely and morbidly obsessed with time and everything revolving around stopwatches and hourglasses and this metaphoric uh, impending doom. He's gonna take time off your life and now he's coming out with no context without his partner in crime and a new outfit and an amputated presentation. So it just pulled people out. Like if you were watching Game of Thrones and suddenly one of the characters was played by somebody else with no explanation or he's just dressed differently or has a new accent or something, it, it takes you out of the narrative sure. of the story. And I feel like that's what happened. I didn't think that the character presentation was a bad idea, but just the way it was introduced, it just didn't make any sense. So people were going, this is not what we wanted. So your return coincided with Triple H taking over uh, or coming, you know, coming, taking over the creative side. And I think there's so good. I mean, there's a lot of people that's, you know, can imagine the phone call that you guys had, let's roll it back or whatever it was. But do you feel like, do you feel like you, are you comfortable with being a sort of, you talked about being metaphoric. Are you comfortable with being the sort of metaphor, the representative of like a new era in WWE? Well, I, personally don't look at myself that way. Um, I actively always try to remain grounded in all aspects of my life. Um, and I think that would be more of a question for the fans observing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't tell you this is what I am. You know what I mean? That would be like me kind of falsely projecting something I want you to think about me. I yeah. think that's up to you or the fans, you know? 
how I look at myself is I'm just a guy coming to work who's going to do his absolute best to entertain every single person watching. And I've always thought of myself like that from day one. And whatever return I get out of that energy that I put out there is good enough for me. What's uh, who, who you got next on your radar? Well, or actually, just tell me who are some people you would like to work with? Roman Reigns. All right. I feel like everyone should want to be in the ring with Roman Reigns. For me, I hope nobody minds that I'm, you know, comparing him. But to me, he's our modern day Bruno. Yeah. Like this is what he's doing right now. In my opinion, is historic for our company's history. This, you know, this this art of storytelling. It's an amazing thing, and it's going very, very well. People are having fun. They're enjoying what they're watching. It's something different every week. But, like, it's – I could go on and on. That is the guy that I'd want to be in the ring with. Aside from that, I mean, I'm a people pleaser. So whoever people really want to see me in the ring with, me personally, that's the direction I'm going to lean in. I like big fight feel. Mm -hmm. I like those freak show fights, those – you know, Superman versus Batman, like this shouldn't happen. It, we wish it would happen, but there's no way it can happen. And then it does happen and it happens at WWE. And that's why people come to see the show. Yep. To cultivate that energy in a building, I am I wake up every day for that. I train for that. I'm aiming for that, you know? Yeah. Um, well, we, we got to wrap up soon. We talked about a lot of the changes since the last presentation. And I think it's incumbent upon me as a bald man to broach the subject you kind of let us all down uh, by having an amazing head of hair this whole time and, 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 and letting us think that you were amongst the bald. How does it feel to be wrestling with the hair out there? Well, listen, <laughs> for years when I was shaving my head for the character presentation, I never had any of the so-called bald community come <laughs> up to me and go, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Are you with us? You were at the meetings? No. no, I wasn't. So I actually found out about the bald community post-growing my hair out. It was funny that it, how it came about. Um, I had gotten a role to do a film. And uh, for the character that they wanted me to play, they asked me if I can grow my hair out. And I'm like, well, if you're paying me, yes. <laughs> I will grow my hair out. And then the film kept getting pushed back and back and back. And I was like, you know what? It might not even happen, but... I kind of like having my hair again. It was kind of unexpected. It's a lot of maintenance that I don't really care for, but it's kind of nice to have it. I haven't had a full head of hair maybe in 10 years. Yeah. So maybe six or eight, maybe I'm exaggerating, but it feels like it's been a lifetime. So yeah, yeah sorry, everybody. Well, there's sort of a thing with the shaved head, especially when you don't have to shave your head, where it's a sort of middle finger to the world, right? It's like I'm doing like... Like, I don't care what you think about me. But in a weird way, it works better now because it's a middle finger to everybody who expected you to have the shaved head, right? It's just like, I'm too good for your preconceived notions. One hand, you know, is a middle finger on the right. <laughs> the middle finger on the left is the other, so. Yeah. Um, well, I'll let you go after this one. Like I said, this is a post-game interview, so we like to ask a cliched sports post-game interview question with everything. So, Carrie oh and Cross, what did you learn out there tonight? A new lesson in perseverance. When you think that you are completely out and you've got nothing left, you dig a little deeper and you find a second wind. And I found it tonight and it felt very, very good. That's the end, man. Thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. Have a, have a healthy evening. <laughs> I'll try.